go. We are being recorded now, just for your information. So it is Friday, September 6th. Welcome to the Hot Topics for Small Nonprofits podcast, where it's all about sharing tips, tools, and techniques to help your organization produce powerful results. I'm your host, Cindy Michael. And today we're talking about fraud, or better said, preventing fraud in your organization. We're joined on the podcast by Julie Williams and Laura Johnson. Julie has been part of the PTA for 18 years. 10 of those were with the Lake Mead Council PTA. And she also served three years on the Nevada PTA board. And Laura has worked in as, as an accountant for 25 years and has been part of the Nevada State PTA board for 14 years. And she's currently a church minister, changing professions a little bit. And she's served on local council and state boards in the PTA and is still an avid advocate for our children. So welcome, Julie and Laura. Hi. Thank you. Hi, how is everybody? I hope everybody's having a good day. We are a great day. It's Friday. <laughs> so it seems like fraud these days is becoming more and more prevalent, especially in these small volunteer-run nonprofits like PTAs. And in most cases, fraud can be prevented. Um, you guys have worked with hundreds of groups over the years, hundreds. What are some of the first signs um, that you've uh, noticed for recognizing that something's maybe gone awry in an organization? Go ahead, Julie. You start. <laughs> um, you never see any financials from the treasurer. Treasurer never has any reports, the checkbook, anything else. Oh, I'll, next month. Next month. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So they just keep putting it off? Right. If he or she shows up, they're showing up with nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that at home. I'll bring it next oh. time. It'll be available in a few days. Whatever it is, that's usually how you tell the first. That's at least the first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they sort of kind of lead you on thinking you'll get something in a day or two yep, yep. for the next meeting. Okay. What else have you guys seen? Well, um, when they do turn in their paperwork, if they haven't completely disappeared by the end of the school year and it's gone, um, if they do turn it in, they like to turn it into you in a box or all mixed together, nothing's in an orderly fashion at all. There's no um, really organization to it. Or uh, oh. when they do send it, they do have it all in a binder. It's missing half of the documents. There's no receipts. There's no cash count sheets. Um, am I missing anything, Julie? Well, like you said, if they turn it over, we've had several that have. No, no. Just like the reports. Oh, I'll give it to you in a couple of days. Oh, and it's like a battle just to get PTA records from them. Just okay. Or they've disappeared off the face of the earth completely with everything <laughs> that they were ever given from PTAs because we can't never get a hold of them again. Which oh. you know, that's if anything else, a huge red flag. Even if that's they do that state and call you and say, Well, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that box went with us. Um, I'll make sure I send you guys stuff. And then we don't see that either because the email address is disconnected, the phone's disconnected and all of that stuff, or they just don't answer it, whatever it is. But uh -huh. yeah. yeah. So, so they just don't respond. 
And they're hoping that that big box of mess is a deterrent that you just won't look through. That's what we got the big box of mess. Um, you know, we've honestly had EPA treasures completely disappear. And then on top of all of that, um, take everything that we had or they were given at their schools with them. Oh. Unfortunately. Wow. That's that's a very um, occasional thing. I think we've only ran across it, what, maybe two or three times in our uh, all of our years, Julie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's, wow. So they really tried to try to just kind of go MIA on you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so can you tell us some things that you might recommend to treasurers, especially maybe new treasurers who don't know what they're doing yet? <laughs> you know, they're, they're new in their position and they don't know what they don't know. Um, and they want to be good treasurers um, and other board members want to be good board members. What can they do to keep their name out of the evening news? First thing I tell them, and I'm pretty sure Laura joins me, is if you don't, you don't know what you don't know, ask. We, it's never a stupid question. We'll never laugh at you. We'll never, we would rather you ask than a month down the road we're trying to undo something. Okay. Okay. My other thing is if they have no clue what they're doing, they've never done it before, mm -hmm. then don't throw anything away. Every receipt, every paper, everything that you think is completely not essential, don't need it. Oh my goodness. I don't think that they want that piece of paper. I scribbled all over the back of it. I don't care. I'd rather have too much paperwork than none. Oh, good point. Okay. okay. And here with PTA specifically, National PTA has tre several treasurer's trainings and Nevada PTA puts on trainings every year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So attend those. Of course. We, don't, we don't throw you out. <laughs> yeah, that gives you the basic information. It also gives you like the policies and everything that PTA has behind their paperwork, what to save, what not to save. But in all honesty, um, treat it like, well, I don't want to say your money. Treat it like it's the most precious money on the planet because it is. It's going for our kids. So you don't right. want to do it from that. You don't want to not have it. You don't want to not record it. You really wouldn't do that in your own bank account, or at least you shouldn't. So mm -hmm. don't do it in any 501c3 because that's that's an entity that's earning that money for a specific mm -hmm. reason to deal with specific things. And right. sadly, it's something that's so not usually talked about because it is for your kids or whatever organization you're with. Um, it's for something that means something to someone. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, when it doesn't match up, that's something being taken from that someone. And that's not fair to them. And it's really actually a headache for you if you truly care about what you're doing, because you'll learn that two cents will drive you insane for days looking for it. <laughs> we get a lot of those phone calls. <laughs> yes, we do. Hi. So, um, yeah, so here at MoneyMinder, we often tell people, you know, this is not your money. So, yeah, we don't ask you to treat it like your money. It's not your money. So treat it better than your money yeah. because you're just you're just the, the keeper of the money right now. 
but you don't own it. Cool. Okay. okay. So tell him you're just you're the man. Sorry, Julie, I think I interrupted you. We tell them you just manage it. You don't decide yeah. how to spend it, nothing else. You just ins outs and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So what are some best practices and that you might recommend that every group routinely do to maintain like checks and balances in their organization? Sorry. Um, let's see. What would you give them first, Julia? I would say our check and balances, treasurer supports, bank statements. Yep. Um, two signatures on every one of them. That's a PTA rule. Mm -hmm. And um, I truly recommend that for any rules because that's two sets of eyes looking at what you're doing. Okay. How do you how do you deal with like you know you're talking about two signatures on checks and you know two people looking at everything? How do you deal with um, things like debit cards nowadays? A lot of groups have debit cards. I know it's not best practice, but it's realistic because checks are kind of going away. And I think especially some younger volunteers don't you know deal with just debit cards. As far as I know right now, debit cards are still a no, no for PTA. So individuals have to purchase on their personal and submit for reimbursement. Okay. However, we have explained to local leaders that I can't afford to go out and spend $100 for the fall festival. Well, mm -hmm. if it's a line item in the budget, they can write me a check for say $75 and I can go to the store. I bring back my receipts and I spent $82. So I definitely bring back my receipts because I want my other 12 or whatever dollars back. Okay. Okay. So it covers most of it. And you, you personally might cover the difference if it's a little bit. Okay. What I, um, I personally tell them to lowball it because I would, I'm more inclined to turn my receipts in personally because I need more money. As right. that change, then I have to get the change and the receipt and it's, oh yeah, I put it in the car and mm, can't find it. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, I, I agree on completely on that one. And if you do, are, or are you are a part of a 501c that allows credit cards, um, the people that get them need, it needs to be for a purpose, like no cashback, no something like that. Put a, put a, yeah. And prop, uh, you can actually have some of the banks put that into motion first, because currently we do use um, uh, not in America, they, but they only have cards and to do the deposits because they're all over town and they're not actual our banks. They're little, uh, what are those, really pop-up banks or like uh, sister banks, satellite right. banks or ATMs that they can use using that credit card, but they can only deposit. And that's okay. more easy to them. So we, cause we only have one location here, but if they're allowed to purchase, um, it's the same thing before they purchase the next item, I would suggest them either sending a copy or something going to the budget only always trying their best to do it. And then making sure that they bring back each of those receipts so that you can reconcile it with the budget. Um, that's not a, a PTA worry as of right now. Um, mm -hmm. So we don't have any uh, procedures in order. But okay. um, 
I would suggest a lot of that in the larger 501c3 where it's kind of what you need to do because you're right, checks are going out and more than one people need to do the shopping. It's a little difficult for us in PTAs, but you know. Right. Okay. And then what kind of reports do you suggest um, like at the, at your monthly meetings, at your board meetings? We require a treasurer's report with um, the bank statements also need to be there so that we can see that they've been reviewed over. The treasurer's report, we uh, recommend that it's balanced and the budget is always required to be available. So PTA documents especially are um, very transparent. It's just, we are supposed to have them available for anybody at any time. And any 501c3 really works like that, including churches and big ones. They okay. are supposed to be transparent. You're supposed to show your documents. But mine are treasurer's report having a, a balance sheet where it balances, uh, where they've reconciled at the end of the month, as well as the budget available to make sure that we're in the same format. Okay. And when you talk about reconciliation, um, do you recommend that treasurer do that or do you recommend like a third party do that? Treasurer reconciles. Okay. Um, they need to take care of all of that type of stuff. I mean, that's, that's a responsibility as the treasurer and the bookkeeper, lack of a better way of explaining that. Mm -hmm. uh, just like I said, as long as someone's reviewing all of the documents on a consistent basis and the treasurer is doing the job on a consistent basis, um, you're able to see your money very well. So I would, yeah, those are all I would suggest. Okay. And okay. with our reconciliation, we attach it to the bank statement and our insurance makes us have two people sign the bank statement. So then you make them look at the reconciliation report as well. Perfect. Okay. So that all matches up and, and everything is, uh, on the up and up, huh? Yes. Cool. Are there any other best practices that come to mind that you would like to share? Hmm. Let me think. Julie, what other ones could we use? Audit your book every year. Um, oh, good one. Okay. Sometimes it's even, if, if you feel as another officer on the board, if you feel there's something that you need to look into, anybody on the board feels like there's something they need to look into, or um, if they're a member of the association, organization, or whatever, however you want to call it, um, they can ask for that. If they feel something is not in order, they can ask that. So do an audit and do an audit regularly. It's not going to hurt you. It really takes a few minutes having a couple of people sitting around um, looking at it, the treasurer available for that to um, happen. And I think the worst one Julie and I've ever done took us what? Maybe, well, no, I don't want to scare people. Never mind. <laughs> it was a fun one, though. <laughs> but anyway, it was fun. <laughs> I, like, I like those audits. I don't like to see those audits, but I enjoy doing those audits. That's the accountant part of me. Sorry. But yeah. You yeah. get to be a detective a little bit, right? That's, that's oh, where yeah. Two cents comes in. She will find that two cents before we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And, you know, Julie and I, um, we've been telling people this for goodness, what, nine years now. Um, Julie's my best friend. 
her kids are like my kids. My kids are like hers. Um, we have consistently been in positions where she's been the president and I've been the treasurer. And people know we're as close as we are. So we've always been able to tell them they can check us anytime they want. But in addition to that, I tell everybody that as my best friend, if she was the treasurer and I found out she was taking anything or anything like that, I'd put her in jail and come visit her regularly. But um, <laughs> we're still doing what we're doing for a purpose. And, you know, yeah. I promised money on her books. But, yeah, I'd totally throw her under the bus in a minute. And she would do me. Okay. That was, a, that was part of what we put into play a long time ago. And what we did for as long as we've been doing for the kids in, in Nevada have been huge. And without each other, I don't think we would have accomplished a lot of that. And, you know, being able to do that as a team, but still being honest, a hundred thousand percent honest, whatever you want to call it, being transparent. Mm -hmm. Um, being available to answer any questions at any time about anything. That's not even an accounting thing. That's anything. I think all of that made the difference in what we've been able to accomplish and how we've been able to do it, honestly, where people can look at it and say, yeah, Laura and Julie did good. They're good. Good. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to leave in that, you know? Right. I think that's one of the hardest things when you're a volunteer, especially of a group like a PTA or something that's, you know, those are, those are people, those are parents in your neighborhood, you know, those are your neighbors your kids and, friends. and your kids' friends. Right. And so that's where it gets really um, kind of icky. If things do go awry, it's very uncomfortable. And a lot of people feel uncomfortable, you know, maybe questioning somebody or just asking questions, even if you're not, you know, accusing somebody right. um, that can be terribly uncomfortable for people. It can, but, um, Unfortunately, we live in a just in a society altogether that it's like that. But because it I think we lost you there, Laura. She doesn't get quiet. <laughs> I think we lost you, Laura. Are you still there? Hold on. I heard something. I did too. Laura, are you there? <laughs> oh. Oh, there. Video. I'm here. Can you guys hear me? There you are. Okay. I have no idea what just happened there. That was weird. Yeah, you just left us. As long as you don't show this picture, let me send you a better one if you need to use one, but don't send this. I'll keep the video on. Anyways, you're going to have to edit all that. Crazy that's okay. That's perfectly okay. Oh. Uh, can you talk about that idea of community again? Because I think we totally missed it that, you know, sometimes you're calling out your neighbors. Yeah. So like I was explaining, because it's all of that, and that's something that's important to both sides, whether it's the person questioning it or the person that's doing it. It should be equally important, if not more important. Um, mm -hmm. The treasure is holding something precious, and they have that, and that helps whatever's going on. And I think because of being friends and your kids' friends, even if you're not friends with the kids, your kids' friends' parents, you know them, and it's not comfortable when they ask you questions that you may not want to answer. Right. And, but saying that, it's important 
for those of us that aren't touching the books, that aren't looking at the books every day, to ask the questions because it holds people accountable for what they do. And if you are in the right friendship, in the right community, and you're doing the right things, then you have nothing to be ashamed of. Right. So and it's really kind of removing the opportunity for embezzlement or fraud and putting you know, in best practices that, that just don't even provide opportunity for that, right? Exactly. Because if you know your friend is struggling already, mm -hmm. um, hopefully you're the type of friend that, you know, helping your friend. I mean, not handing your friend cash over hand over fist, but at least already in that community with them to help mm -hmm. them through that situation, but also removing the capability of fixing that situation by doing something wrong. And right. whether that's taking money or all of a sudden just letting the books go, you know, arrive yeah. the time you're doing that, the season you're going through that. Um, either way, you're causing an issue for the association or organization you're in. So if right. you're in the season in your life, you're not able to take care of the books or do what you intended to do. Um, and your friends that are in that board with you are able to say, okay, look, we know you're going through this. Do you want us to help you? Do you want us to get you someone to replace you doing the treasurer stuff and you still help us in this way? No, but you're in community. You give the opportunity. You don't just ask the questions about, you know, where's the reports because we think you're taking it. Right. Ask questions that say, you know, here, let me help you when I know that this is something that's in your face, that's hard and it's something you can't do right now, you know, and, and act as a team. Yeah. Right. If you, ask, yeah, you don't have to be friends to be a team, you know, right. I mean, honestly, you just don't. Sorry, Julie, I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> Two things we haven't touched on is you know, the treasurer has the checkbook. The treasurer is responsible for the ins and outs, but the entire board, is responsible for that money, where it goes, how it goes. So everybody Excellent should point. look at that. And Excellent two, point. the bigger community is, if you're not managing it well and being a team very well, your community, your school is not going to support you. So when you need to raise money for something or you want to do something, your community is not going to back you because they don't know for sure that the money's going to go where you say it's going to go. Right. Yeah. That's like, and doing that, you're having meetings, you're being transparent, you're showing that, you know, and you're getting to know your parents. So when you do an event, it's not the seven or 10, or if you're lucky, 15, 20 of you um, mm -hmm. doing it. And then communicating, you know, communicating with only that 20 people, you're communicating out to the school, the school knows you, they love you, you know? Um, right. Like we've said, you don't have to be best friends and skip across the playground. You just need to be able to work together for a few times right. a month and right. be nice enough to each other to know what's going on so that you can support each other. You know, well I'd like said. to do that perfect all the time, but it's not. But that's what it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. It's a business. Yeah. And yeah. that's another thing we didn't say. It is a business. Yeah. This is it's not, you know, fun time or whatever else. You actually took the responsibility over for a business that you have to have reports for that is just like working at wherever you work or wherever your job is, you know? Right. 
Good, good comparison. That's great. Oh, all right. Out there, Julie. I'm. I feel like we. I feel like this is usually taking us a lot longer to explain, but. <laughs> is there anything else you want to add? Julie? No, I think I got it in. Okay. I think I did too. I'm going over and making sure I didn't miss anything that you were at. You wanted to ask us and that we wrote down the thing. I think we got it all too. Wow. Okay. Well, you've identified some really good best practices and some things to watch for and some great examples. And um, I really appreciate you sharing that sound advice so that you can, uh, or these groups can protect their money that they're raising. And I think we're all a little more savvy now. So thank you listeners. If you like this podcast, please let us know what other topics you might be interested in. You can also find additional resources on our website at moneyminder.com, including a free guide called Fraud Busters, Keeping Your Name Out of the Evening News. So Laura and Julie, I thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, until next time. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Um, it's always awesome to get to hang out with your best friend for a little bit and talk about something we love. So thank you very much. You guys are the best. You know who Money Minder is. <laughs> you guys have saved us many, many times in many situations. And we thank you for that. Thank you. We love you being a partner of the PTA. And yeah. Thank Can't you. See what amazing things we still do together. Great. <laughs>